turbocharger customer experience results with nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Saturday Zeit Fever. I am Jack, and uh, that short show title is courtesy of Johnny Davis. Short show title Spice, SST Spice as he is affectionately known. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined by our writer, Mr. J.M. McNabb. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being here, J.M. What a time. Uh, the Oscars happened last night. We're all still, you know, just getting over the the mayhem, you know, the, the snubs, the flubs. Uh, we'll talk tomorrow about the in memoriam section leaving leaving out some big names um the big viral moment didn't even happen during the ceremony (laughs) happened on the red carpet i did catch it live it did cause me to turn to my wife and exchange a look of concern what just happened why is this person behaving thusly and i am talking of (laughs) course about hugh grant who was uh, I think the technical term is an asshole <laughs> on the red carpet. Um, so Ashley Graham was working the red carpet, interviewed Hugh Grant, and it was just one of those awkward, you kind of get the sense that she was told two minutes before that that's who she was interviewing. These are chaotic events where you're just trying to grab anyone famous who's walking by she chose hugh grant and to quote the old guy at the end of indiana jones and the last crusade she chose unwisely (laughs) it it did not go well um so he described the event as a vanity fair she thought he was referring to the vanity fair after party which is totally a totally acceptable misunderstanding since that is they're at the Oscars and that is the main after party. And it's the thing that people are talking about. Oh yeah, for sure. But he took that as an opportunity. She, she was like, Oh yeah, the vanity fair after party, like great time. Are you looking forward to that type thing? 
And he took that as an opportunity to be like, uh, I'm dealing with a moron. <laughs> and like, she asked what he was wearing. And he said, my suit, which is like, that is a question, you know, you are going to be asked on the red carpet. So yeah, I, af- after that point, all bets are off. You know, because, it's, it's funny to give like funny answers. Like I sure. remember, I think it was like Bobcat Goldthwaite went with Robin Williams to an award show once. And I, I remember someone asking him who he was wearing and he said, Sears. Like, yeah, that's funny. That's fun. My but, suit is a fine answer, but it, he was giving nothing. He was oh, like, yeah. I don't know my Taylor's name. It, it was, <laughs> it wasn't quite Billy Bob Thornton on that morning zoo talk interview where he's mad at the person interviewing the whole time for acknowledging that he's an actor, but it was bordering on the dark matter level energy that Billy Bob Thornton gave off. It was just like, I have completely left my body and now you, you will be forced to interview the husk of Hugh Grant. Um, (laughs) So So I I will say like, I, I agree with you. I think he was being a dick with the whole, my suit thing. But then I think like she tried and, you know, to be fair, like, like I said, she was given nothing. So she had to quickly pivot to a new question. Totally. And she chose a bad question. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also, again, something I totally identify with. I have (laughs) what my first job out of school was being a butler at the Soho house in New York city when it had just opened up and they didn't know what they were doing. First I was pool boy. Then I worked my way up to Butler, which is basically a Britishy way of saying maitre d', um, mm-hmm. or not maitre d'. Uh, what's the what's the person who works at the front desk and like helps you yeah. with your bags and shit? Occasional like bell, murderer, bellhop, occasional murderer. Um, and I had to make conversation with Hugh Grant, and he what really? Yeah, yeah. One time I helped him to his room with his bags, and he has. One mode, which is charmingly befuddled, and I'm glad that I was not on national television having to be like, yeah, so uh, New York, huh? The crazy weather. I had to actually hold an umbrella over his head. Uh, the, a lot was made by his team of, uh, you know, ha- protecting him from the paparazzi, uh, which I think was more of a problem for him at that time. But he probably, like, tested you with some uh, old literary reference that you exactly. got so he's yes. like oh, okay i'm gonna be nice all to right. you i'll i'll allow it um but anyways she then said like oh it must have been fun to work on glass onion which you were on um he well she also she was like oh i love glass onion it was so much fun it must have been so much fun to make like right but and if he, you'd seen it you'd know he wasn't in it yeah hardly he's barely in it. and so and that was what he told her well i'm barely in it i'm in it but about three seconds and she was like all right well and you can see the earwig in her ear being like stretch 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 and she's like uh anything else so what else like i mean yeah he could have made a joke out of it he could have been like well everyone else was having fun i opened a door yeah you know something like that yeah you don't need to openly question whether she's seen the movie so anyways, and then he proceeded to, like, on, in the actual award ceremony, compare his face to a scrotum 
which is lovably self-effacing. I just think just stick with the self-effacing even when you're not on stage. Maybe just I I get it. Like the the red carpet thing is not great. It's not my cultural like the the thing that I am excited about, but it just felt like I don't know, it's another human being up there with you. <laughs> yeah, just, it's like she's just doing her job. Also yeah. like yeah, I didn't think he was I mean, he was just kind of a dick about it. Like he didn't have to be, but on the other hand, like you agreed to be a presenter at the Oscars. You agreed to walk the red carpet. Like there are certain hoops you just kind of agree to jump through if that's the gig. And one of them is making shitty, dumb, small talk and interviews. So absolutely. Other moments that leapt out from the 95th, I believe Academy Awards, uh, Lady Gaga, had this like wildly emotional performance of the Top Gun song. In her preamble, she said, I wrote the song with my friend Blood Pop in my basement. Um, I thought she said Blow Pop, uh, and I was reeling from that point forward and didn't take much in, but people seemed to be very taken with her performance. And I, I don't know, not necessarily taken, but just like the seriousness, the gravity, the preamble where she said it's deeply personal to me we need a lot of love to walk through this life and we all need a hero sometimes there's heroes all around us in unassuming places but you might find that you can be your own hero even if you feel broken inside and then here's the song from top gun but yeah it's like she kept talking about how personal the song was like i saw top gun i just assumed the song was about tom Cru- like they came to you were like we need a new power ballad about tom cruise's dick for the 21st century. <laughs> yes. Can you <laughs> write something like that? That's what like I assumed, that? but uh, according to her, this was, this was, she made it into art, you know? She came fully made up, like knew the assignment for the red carpet looked amazing and all sorts of Lady Gaga on the red carpet, what you would expect, just, you know, amazing makeup and dress and uh, one photographer was so blown away by her beauty that he fell over and she even tried to like help him up, um, which was, was a nice little moment. Um, and then, but then it looked like he kind of like groped her. Did you see that? Oh no, I did not. Or certainly like, I don't know if it was an accident or not, but she certainly like looked responded like the, yeah. the red carpet is an awkward place. Oh yeah. It turns out, but yeah. <laughs> and then she showed up on stage looking fully scrubbed of makeup in a t-shirt and ripped jeans and then appeared later on in the ceremony, I believe back in makeup and her dress was kind of an amazing magic trick that she pulled off. She's, it was like a superhero, but instead of a superhero costume, she changed into like one of the Sonic youth band members would wear. Right. Yeah. But knew the assignment had a very clear vision. I mean, she sounded great, obviously as always the songs were actually some of the most exciting Usually, you know, the songs are like songs no one cares about and it's a chore to get through, but we had Lady Gaga and Rihanna and David Byrne yeah. and, and, and it's RRR. Rihanna. It's not Rihanna. It's Rihanna, Sorry. which I... Rihanna. No, no, you said it correctly. Oh. And I assumed that people were saying it incorrectly last night, but the pronunciation on that was something that I think I believe I was getting wrong all along. And now mm. I know that it's Rihanna. Um, Brendan Fraser, one best actor, gave a extended metaphor whale 
based like nautical themed acceptance speech but yeah just seemed overwhelmed by the moment and i appreciated the effort so he opened it by saying that only whales can swim at the depth of his co-star hong chow and then ended the speech by thanking his children and his best first mate <laughs> uh <laughs> his partner gene gian moore gene moore and then at the very end, he said, it's time for me to sham move out of here. <laughs> exactly. It was a strong commitment to the bit. Um, and then Jimmy Kimmel, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> that, was, that was my response to his overall performance. I like yeah. L. Ron Hubba Hubba. Uh, but that worked for me. But I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not a huge Jimmy Kimmel fan, but what? Uh, sorry, but <laughs> I mean I don't dislike him. He's just like I mean I think that's why they picked him. He's a guy most people are like, oh okay, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, the the Ben Stein's money guy. Okay, sure. We we know who that is. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like some things he did really annoyed me. Some things he did I thought were funny. He was mostly I guess a steady hand, uh, yeah, keeping things moving, which is what they wanted. Yeah, knew the assignment, I would say, also for him. Yeah. It's a corporate gig, you know, like comedians right. do corporate gigs. Yeah. And <laughs> they're like, we want you to understand that you are telling jokes to a bunch of C suite Bank of America employees and uh, just do, do that and don't offend. And I feel, I feel like he's the peak corporate gig comedian, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, totally. That, He's your man. I think that's a good comparison. I mean, yeah. I thought the awards themselves like were pretty good, but predictable. Like it seems like everything that happened was pretty much predicted by all the guild and right. You know, yeah, it seemed like kind of a straightforward. Yeah, there weren't really any surprises. But that being said, like all the things, not all the things, but a lot of the things I wanted to win won. Uh, I I feel like I have to shout out Sarah Polly for winning for screenplay uh, yeah, as, a awesome. as a Canadian and Torontonian. We love her. There you go. Um, and, uh, and like I said on, on last week's show, like everything everywhere all at once it was, it was the movie of the year and definitely showed out at the Oscars, which was cool to see. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch, you guys. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented 
bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth, warm in the tum-tum is not their slogan. Yet, uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, You'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com slash deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. And we're back. And apparently something happened with a bank or something on Friday. Uh, and the, the government's gonna, I don't know. I, I was too busy focusing on like what everybody was going to wear for the Oscars, but, yeah. um, there, yeah. So <laughs> I skimmed this article for Hugh Grant's name and it didn't appear <laughs> once. <laughs> so between noon Eastern time on Friday, up until six on Sunday, people were wondering if the government was going to bail out this bank, Silicon Valley Bank, that there was a run on the bank. It failed. It was taken over by the government. And people were wondering if the people whose money was uninsured being held by the bank were going to be made whole by the government. The government ultimately did what they do and bailed out the people who lost their money. I'm not an economist, but this basically sounds like the plot of It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Am I wrong? Bunch of, well, I think the, <laughs> but, with, but with corporations and bankers, with corporations and bankers, <laughs> but with and the, the villain, yeah, basically the villains getting paid back. <laughs> um, the Biden administration is pushing back saying that the bailout will not be paid for by taxpayers, but ultimately, I don't know. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> I'm paying for it with my own money. I'm serious, man. I'm serious. I'm, I'm using that money I made appearing in Carmen San Diego in 1996. Did he appear in Carmen San Diego? Yeah, he had a cameo. He probably didn't get paid. And yeah. I don't think I'm sure PBS didn't pay that much. But yeah, I just wanted to drop that reference in because he he was he was like they call him up for help, looking for like one of those uh, villains who s- steals monuments. Wasn't that what always happened? 
Yeah. See again now. I've, <laughs> I've steered this story about complicated economic problems into a discussion of who of uh, Carmen Sandiego, Carmen Sandiego which is definitely much closer to what I'm qualified to talk about than complicated yeah. economic matters. But I also, I'm just getting over COVID, and all my family members have COVID and Ooh. aren't sleeping, and I'm trying to look after them. So I'm extra dumb. When yeah. Which brings you right to the perfect level to be on this show with me. Um, <laughs> a complete idiot. All right. The billionaire bailout debate has begun. I think don't bail out the people who have all the money already um, with the money given to you by taxpayers. But what, what do I know? Uh, what I can speak about is the ongoing controversy around boneless chicken wings Buffalo Wild Wings is being sued for using the phrase boneless chicken wings. And it's an ongoing controversy. I, I kind of didn't understand it, but you you helped clarify. And this this takeout article helped clarify that it's all about... <laughs> That's what I'm qualified to, to help <laughs> you, clarify. You really put, put things into perspective. And now I am outraged about this issue. The argument is that a place that sells chicken wings then selling a product called boneless chicken wings would lead you to believe that they are the chicken wings product with the bone removed. Right. It is a different type of meat in the chicken wings than you would get in these chicken strips. And so basically people are like, just call them saucy nugs or, you know, <laughs> call, call them chicken wing sauce strips, whatever the fuck. But it is, I can see how it's misleading. I do greatly prefer chicken wing meat to boneless chicken wing, aka chicken tender meat. If this goes to trial with, with a jury. It's going to go all the way to the top. Uh, to the Supreme Court. Court, yeah. Yes. But I feel like their defense could be the descriptor wild. These aren't just regular wings. These are wild wings. It's like a wild card, you know? Like, this could be anything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no idea what you're going to get when you when you sign on to the wild when you walk through that door you're you're acknowledging that it might be a fried pickle in there it's <laughs> we're wild cards um but yeah so the plaintiff claims the name boneless wings leads customers to believe that the product is simply the meat of a deboned chicken wing rather than what they actually are which is slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings but i don't he he claims that this is causing him caused him financial injury so would this just be a series of like 985 payouts from buffalo wild wings to anybody who can prove that they've purchased boneless wings which i mean feels... how far did he have to drive to get there there's the gas that's true there's the that's parking, a very good point you know? I, and there's usually the don't they distress. throw in don't they usually throw in emotional distress? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of seems like because there's that guy. The same. The article also mentions that guy in 2020 who went viral for talking about this in a city council meeting, and right. uh, and how he was offered like was it a year's worth of chicken wings, right? Or something. Yeah. He got some kind of dumb like oh let's give this viral guy something in a speech that seemed like it was specifically written to go viral right? yeah it was like a joke and it was i remember this this popping up on the internet because it was like right smack in the middle of covid like it was 
schools had just kind of reopened in 2020. It was still like nothing. Everything had kind of ground to a halt. And this guy was like, I'm going to use this opportunity to go to this like mostly empty city council meeting and, uh, and do this like pre-written bit right. about chicken wings. Um, right. But it kind of seems like now this guy probably saw that and was like, well, if I do something similar, maybe I'll get some, some free chicken wings out of the deal. Yeah. The, Plaintiff also cites the fact that Papa John's calls its version chicken poppers instead of boneless chicken wings. Domino's calls its version specialty chicken. So it seems like there is some thought in the corporate, because boneless wings is definitely a better title, but it feels like people are like, they're, they're going to sue our pants off if we call them boneless wings. Uh, it's misleading. So maybe I mean, I'm there just might jealous be something of this here. guy. I'm jealous of how much time this guy has that he's like, I know doing all this like it's, this. Otherwise this would just be like a thought like, huh, these, these are more like nuggets. Yeah, and then you move exactly. on to anything else. Then you move on anything. to like, what's yeah. Hugh Grant been up to? What, what is Hugh Grant's take? What is his position in all of this? Well, JM, such a pleasure having you as always. Where can people find you and follow you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JM McNabb again. All right. That is going to do it for us this afternoon. We are back tomorrow morning with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1, the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go to for a healthier, happier you.